0: Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to the Movers Mindset Podcast, where I talk with movement enthusiasts to learn who they are, what they do, and why they do it. My guest today is John Baker, probably better known as Chun or Chuny. Welcome, Chuny. How are you today?
1: Oh, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me.
0: My pleasure. Thank you for pushing through the wonders of technology (laughs) (laughs) i don't know you're you and i are on literally opposite sides of the globe so i'm happy any of this works at all um i it should be magic (laughs) yeah the miracle of the internet i i wanted to start by asking you um and this is not an easy question but is do you think there's a theme that runs through all of your projects currently like your art you know and we're also this is traditionally the beginning of the year and people tend to like look back and maybe make plans for going forward but i'm just wondering do you see a theme that runs through all of your projects i don't i haven't i'm not implying there necessarily is just wondering what your thoughts are uh
1: general i guess not really a theme but maybe how i approach things so uh a general sense of like exploration and just creating um so i yeah i i I draw and create stuff in my life outside of movement and in movement i kind of explore and try to create in different ways so um I, i call myself like a storyteller through art and movement so sometimes it's through movement sometimes it's through writing sometimes it's through making
0: making stuff up so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. how much uh, so I looked at what I could find um, and I really like your your drawing has your your style is very clear and it's really it's really neat like I, I like the way you animate things and it seems like you often start with a sketch um, I love the fact that like, you're like physical ink on paper. If I'm understanding how you're doing it right, and then carrying it forward or into the digital realm. Um, yeah. What is it just? Did you just start with, you know, old school media and then got interested in the tech? Or were you always interested in tech but decided to go start from like, why starting with the older school mediums of ink, for example?
1: Um, I always dabbled both with tech and uh, traditional sort of media. Um, Growing up, I was always interested in animation. So that's kind of my field of study, and it's the way I kind of went. Um, Yeah, kind of discovered animation around the same time as Parkwell, but that's a different story. Um, (laughs) Which I I probably (laughs) want to dig into. (laughs) Um, So I, I realized when I started getting more into digital drawing, I'd lose some of the nuances of how I draw when I draw traditionally. And there's like completely different styles. So um, yeah, now just kind of exploring, bringing in one to the other and hybrid, making it a hybrid and kind of exploring in different ways that way. So it just brings differences if I start to uh, traditional and then bring it to digital as opposed to full digital and bring it back to traditional or vice versa. So it's just a different process that kind of um allows me to experiment and see what happens um, yeah that's generally my process with (laughs) why or what with traditional or digital so Um, but yeah i've always kind of been tech savvy grew up with computer or whatnot so Mm. drawing in paint ms paint years ago and
0: (laughs) 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 flashback (laughs) do you uh I always wonder. Um, it seems to me like everybody that I encounter who was—I'm going to say—deeply uh, in love with movement or deeply in love with play, however they think about that. When I encounter those people, there's always something else. There's always uh, there's always another thing. It, it, a lot of times it's uh, something artistic. Uh, it, sometimes it's me like crazy conversational thing, which has nothing to do with physically moving. I'm standing perfectly still. Um, And I'm just wondering if, do you feel like that you would agree with my, it always seems like people do two things at least. Um, And if so, what is it about the, is it like a Venn diagram of like art plus movement? So I'm all in on art sometimes and I'm all in on movement sometimes, but the two together are so much better. There's an old chocolate and peanut butter TV commercial from the 80s about that. Um, But I'm just wondering if you've really thought about why those two things like what what is so special about them that keeps you going to each of them separately because your your illustrations are not are part not parkour or movement really related and your movement is not really trying to replicate your artwork
1: yeah i guess i haven't really thought about it um i just do each because it's enjoyable and it's a nice way to occupy my time so Mm -hmm. art is just the way to keep my hands busy when I'm sitting around at home and whatever,
0: and movements the way to keep my mind busy when I'm mm-hmm. out, and out. So, I um, think that's a good observation. I think that's, <laughs> there's wisdom in, um not trying to overly control, you know, there's a metaphor of like the elephant and the rider for your mind. Part of your mind is an elephant that, yeah, you're not controlling this thing. It just kind of just go. Uh, and then you have a rider, your rational mind that tries to tell it where to go. And I, sometimes I think the two poles of attraction, you know, whatever those two things are for people that I think that creates way more interest. Like, if I'm just into podcasting, that's great for six hours. (laughs) Then tomorrow, I'm like, anything other than that, please. Um, So I think being able to veer between those two poles turns out to be way more healthy. It's just one thought that I was having around having those, you know, having some two loves or attractors.
1: I mean, if you're always in one field or one area, it can... Either cause burnout, or you get bored of it, or, or you lose inspiration, or whatever. So, having multiple spheres of interests and hobbies and whatnot can help uh, keep you engaged or keep you keep you going. So, like aside aside from uh, movement and art, like I play around with various skating as well, so and dance as well. So it's like multiple spheres that I like <laughs> play around with.
0: What's um. What's something that you've wanted to do, but you're not quite sure how to get started on? And I could give you examples if that isn't really clear, but.
1: Um. not sure. Uh, Maybe, I guess, kind of. Hybridizing everything into something that, uh, I can follow as maybe a career path or something. So, ideally, I would like to be able to, be able to move, be creative, and help people as like a, a three sphere thing that I think would be, uh, I guess, sustaining for myself mm. and kind of mindset. But I just haven't figured out a way to bring them all together in it doesn't have to be a single sphere i I've kind of doing it in individual little bits but yeah if there was a thing that combined my love of creating stuff and movement and helping people all kind of put together that would be pretty rad to explore okay.
0: do you feel like there's um, I, I want to say do you feel like it's culture that holds us back from doing that or do you feel like it's ourselves or like I would I would say, I would agree, I would kind of say the same story, like, oh, I have these things that I love doing, but <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I look to the left, I'm like, I don't know how to combine, how do I make these two things go together somehow, and oh yes, and I have to pay the electric bill. Um, I think that's a, a common, I don't want to say urge, but that's like a common striving of everybody, like I think that's a natural human thing to want to create and to want to, to do to like carve our path. And I'm just thinking like, all right, well, if we're both expressing this sort of like, oh, I wish I could figure out how to, um, do we feel like that's, is that culture? (laughs) Is that, no, it's just hard work. Like that's why it's good because it's difficult or?
1: I think it's a mix of culture and maybe, uh, yeah, self-inflicted restrictions. So culturally, because there's like these cookie cutter roles that, our society expects us from us so if you're like good at it then you go into a certain thing if you're good at math you go to certain thing or there's particular roles and i guess jobs in the world that are uh money making sort of thing and anything outside of that is strange or uh not normal or maybe frowned upon maybe not frowned upon but like yeah given kind of the side what are you <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, dude. That's par- that's parkour or art du plasma. For like the that's the that's the movement thing, right? I'm picturing. I've seen videos of you like moving on bars in what looks like a car park or a parking garage. We'd stay, say in the states. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's exactly that. People walk by like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> um, but there's but it's those of everybody who's drunk the Kool Aid. It's like, well, uh, what I'm doing is being a human being as opposed to being a human doing at some job somewhere. Um, But now I'm preaching to the choir, sorry. Do you feel like you spend more time, so here's a kind of a compare and contrast question. Do you feel like you spend more time, I don't wanna say pushing, but pushing yourself to draw, to do art? Or more time pushing yourself to do movement, like which of those things just happens, or is it both of them? And which of them do you find you have to? I really want to get better at this. I really want to put time on it, so I'm gonna make myself do it. Makes probably too strong a word, but
1: um, I guess currently uh, is a bit more of a push, but like in general, it's the kind of just make stuff whenever I, feel like it, like there's no real, mm. uh, no real grind or push to be like, no, I have to do this amount. Like I have certain projects that I'm working on and I'm trying to set, set particular deadlines, but in general, I just kind of make it for the sake of making. So there's no real push there and I, uh, yeah, I just kind of make stuff and it just happens eventually. And then with movement, um, if I sit down for too long, it, it, movement just kind of happens. But no real pu- pu- push, push, or play in my other direction. <laughs> it's just like it, it's kind of um, similar spheres, but just kind of maybe different times a day. Like there is what twelve, fourteen, sixteen hours of waking day, mm. and yeah, it can't always be creating or can't always be moving. So it's one or the other or other other realms of exploration. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> we often like you know the global movement people listening you me we often talk about the found spaces versus the built spaces like uh, the built like I I went to a gym and I moved the boxes you know like a constructed organized space obviously a city is a built space but I mean you're yeah, like a, yeah you seem to go out. yeah you seem to go out and move in the found spaces and I'm wondering in your art in your creative endeavors how um built is the space you know like do you have like you know the pencils are lined up and that this is exactly how everything is organized and when you create it's a very structured preset environment or is it also like the outside world where you and you're chuckling and smiling where you just this is what i have and where's a piece of paper and you just go yeah more the latter
1: of just like <laughs> i mean whatever i'm going. um in general in life i'm pretty improv and just go with the flow so uh with yeah, with pop or movement i just go out and find a space and just make it up as i go along mm. and same with art like i don't always have a uh final goal in mind sometimes i have a general idea sometimes i just draw a shape and see what happens sometimes i have a loose idea it really depends on um the time of day and the mood and uh, who knows what else? How <laughs> much I've eaten that day, <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> I've, I've been talking for some reason recently. I've been on a kick talking to people who were in Australia. I think I've talked to like three people in Melbourne now in the last three weeks for different shit. But I'm just like, I don't know, how did I get on the Australia kick? Um, can you walk me through what? The what this i mean i I know how the seasons work but i mean can you walk me through what the seasons are like like here i'm in eastern pennsylvania it's like two hours west from new york city so right now it's uh like seven degrees celsius it's night but i mean it's like damp and foggy and gray winter and that's like what i get in pennsylvania and then we'll get a blizzard and it'll be like negative 15 and it's crazy winter is like for real um and I'm just wondering, like, what your seasons are like. Do you find that it's that really constrains you, or is it just like you go out the door and make it work? Or? Um, so,
1: Melbourne is pretty erratic. Uh, you have like all four seasons in one day, and, like, <laughs> burning hot, and then like rain, and then blizzard, and then clear, like, within a space of an hour. So, um, <laughs> What was oh, um i'm a big fan of training or moving um doesn't matter the weather like i, I like moving around in wet weather and just exploring because it opens up um new possibilities and different challenges and just kind of um interesting ways of movement so maybe you just have to be like be more aware or be more focused mm-hmm. uh, some of the surfaces might be more slippery or you just have to like be more present and that's kind of a nice nice feeling or nice um yeah area to explore so even if it's wet and like it might be a bit unmotivating initially to go out um <laughs> like i'd rather be out <laughs> i'd rather be out and then it start raining and then it's like well i'm already out and be out. And then if it's raining it's more like oh i don't know if i'll head out but mm. once i do head out it's quite nice to kind of explore um Yeah, moving in in the rain and seeing what
0: happens.
1: (laughs) Well, it doesn't have to be rain, but whatever the weather.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, Are you regularly, I don't know how long you've been in one place, but obviously if you're in a city, it's like, well, there's lots of places to move and play. Do you find that you're drawn to the same places over longer periods of time or... I know some people who are like, you know, they go out and they're like, today I'm going and they like pick a direction, you know, they like go and find something in that general direction. Or are you generally like, I'll go for a run and then when I'm running, when I feel like engaging, I engage? Like, what is, how does an actual session develop? Um, it
1: really depends. So for, for myself, um, there's some days where I have like my comfort training areas where, Um, I don't know what I really want to be playing with, so I go to my current comfort training area to warm up or play around with. And other days, I just, like, I'll just head out in this direction and see what I find and see what happens. Um, As, like, a general jam culture in, I guess, Melbourne, you pick a spot and then people kind of, like, get bored of it pretty quick and be like, all right, move on. Okay. And kind of collective... Mind, hive mind, being like, all right, where are we all going? the
0: it's... spot is done, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Moving on. <laughs>
1: um, which I always find interesting because I tend to like spending time in a single spot a bit longer than I guess more folk. I get a bit more warmed up to it and start playing, and then everyone's like, all right, spot check. And it's like, really? We've only been here like an hour? Like, just be like getting started. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm also wondering, <clears throat> do you, it's like, oh, people, are, I always have this thing in the back of my head, like, what questions am I not asking that people are going to get mad at me for not asking? Um, I've noticed that I have neglected for like a hundred and whatever episodes to ask people a lot about music. Like, I don't, I don't go out and do parkour. I don't really think of myself as someone who goes out and trains, but if I'm out moving or I don't even really like to run with music, but I definitely do not want to like play and jump on things <laughs> with sound covering up what's going on. And I think most yeah. people are that way, but I'm wondering, um, do you like is music part of like, you know, do you bring it along on a Bluetooth speaker and it's part of what you move with or do you enjoy the silence or, uh, I mean, I quite like music. I
1: explore say a genre and I probably listen to it at some point and enjoy it while training it really depends so sometimes I'll have in like wireless headphones I can still kind of pay attention to the environment but I kind of a background soundtrack and other times I like training in well it's not silence because cities are noisy but <laughs> without it without ambient music um I think it depends on the the feeling of the day and how maybe the type of movements or whatnot so if it's a jam there's usually someone with a speaker like it or not like if someone (laughs) someone has music um if i'm training for myself i can choose if i'm going to have music or not um which usually does lean more towards yes unless i'm doing um maybe something that requires a bit more like concentration or something that i haven't really done before or maybe i might switch it off but Hmm. Uh, I think in general, i probably lean more towards listening to music while moving than not. But um, yeah, I think music can add a nice uh, layer of interactive with yourself in the environment. You can kind of interact with the music and then train with the music and kind of make it a bit more dancey, which is kind of interesting to explore as well, um, which uh, yeah, I enjoy trying to hybridize kind of parkour play and music, musicality, and see what comes out of it. (laughs) Kind of dance in with the environment, as so to say, like
0: quotations. (laughs) I've often wondered about, um, I'm not quite sure if the party I'm about to describe has a specific name, but you have a DJ and everybody has Bluetooth headphones, but they're all listening to the same music. I don't know if that has a specific name. I don't want disco. Yeah, well, if, I don't know if, yeah. if they even call, did. They call it a silent disco. Disco was like 60 years ago. Um, but what I was wondering is, I wondered what would happen if everybody at the spot had the same Bluetooth. You can't big over, you know, but in ear little. If we all had the same Bluetooth headphones, I don't know if I would love. Some, you know, I could think of some music mixes I would not want to listen to. But what would happen if everybody, because there's so much of the vibe that comes from, comes just right up out of the space from the architecture, from the ambient background noise. But I wonder what would happen if everybody at the gym also actually had the same music overlaid, or if there was a way for people to like queue up, it used to happen in the old days with jukeboxes, you'd have to like queue up your song, you know, and then you'd be like doing your thing and waiting for your song to come up. Um, that's not a question, Craig, but it's just something I was thinking about when thinking about training and moving with sound.
1: I think it'd be an interesting uh, experiment to explore. Um, yeah, everyone just has insulated headphones, but everyone's listening to the same things we've shared, but see what people can come up with or explore. It'd be kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't, like-
1: I don't know anyone who would try. A lot of people are going to be like, <laughs> if you're within the sound of our voice. Yeah.
0: Because sometimes I wonder about if i'm listening to music then i find i'm trying to do things to the cadence you know maybe not exactly the beat but what i'm doing is kind of driven by that sound and of course if you're trying to run that's really handy because you can pick things that have exactly the right cadence um and sometimes i watch people move and i'm thinking that's like really like rhythmic i wonder if like are they or is the rhythm coming from them or is the rhythm coming from music and i just think it's an interesting question to ask ourselves you know we talk so much about the tactile environment and the visual environment and the the visceral uh aspect of movement but the aside from talking about silent training we don't talk about the soundscape as much or how the soundscape affects what's going on interesting to ponder uh Maybe, I don't know from my own not. movements. Like if you
1: if you if you watch some of my movements, they do have a rhythm to it, and that's probably because I am listening to something. And kind of
0: moving that's, into that. That's of- what I was wondering about. And I think sometimes I think I saw headphones, but it's hard to spot sometimes. In, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, do you feel? Um, I don't know whether I want to say you share sure a lot or you share sure a little. But when you when you think about something, how does the act of um, I'm gonna say like capture and sharing. Like how does that, I'm gonna say poison? How does that poison what you're doing? Like if you're at a spot and you're having a really good time, does it then occur to you to share it and now now all of a sudden I gotta set up the camera and I gotta do the thing? Or is it really just organic where you just tend to capture things and throw a bunch of stuff out and then every once in a while something makes sense visually, even though it might not have made sense in the moment. Like I'm trying, I'm wondering about the balance between when you're moving and how that feels compared to what you share and how it how the sharing comes across like
1: yeah Um uh, i think uh out of the movements that i do it's only like maybe 10 percent maybe a bit more that i actually share like um there's a lot of times i'm just kind of exploring and moving and enjoying the space or the current being in prison um and then act of sharing it depends so sometimes I might come up with an idea and be like oh that was kind of cool or um, I haven't shared in a while so maybe I'll just record and see what happens and other times other people are like oh that was cool can you do it again I'll film I was like yeah okay so it really depends on like training like if I'm training by myself I more often just move and then oh I did it like two hours today I didn't film anything oh, well, other times I got to <laughs> I'll just set up the camera and see what happens, see what happens. And if something comes out of it, sure. Hmm. Um, so it's it's really a mix, and it depends on the day, the training, the spot, and the people around and whatnot. So, right. yeah.
0: Um, uh, random things that come to mind. Um, what's. Just like if, if filming happens,
1: then cool. <laughs> but, right. Yeah, it's more just.
0: um random things that come to mind what's an artist or two or three or more if you like what's an artist that comes to mind that's someone that you think people should look at you know if they're interested in your work or the things you're talking about are there people that maybe you think of in the art space that are similar even if they're not movers um
1: I mean, there's a bunch of artists that come to mind through just, like, Instagram handles or whatnot. Um, I can't quite think of their names at the moment for, like, drawing or visual artists. Um, yeah, short answer, I don't know. For, for artists, I would better give you much at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, short answer is I
0: don't know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's a little tricky to figure out what people are thinking. Um, what's, because uh, when I pause, it's not because I don't know what that is, I have too many ideas. I'm yeah. thinking like, you know, I got lots of really rapid fire questions like what's something that people get wrong about you?
1: Um, I guess initially if, uh not in sphere of friends uh, or outside of park maybe taken too seriously. Mm. Like maybe I'm like very serious, but I'm actually like <laughs> <laughs> cool and playful and whatever. Um yeah, that's gonna kind of the anything that comes to mind like I don't know if that's the case anymore, but that's what people used to kind of be like, Oh, you're very serious. So intimidating and then got to know you You're very playful, but Mm. maybe that's changed. Maybe I'm more not like that anymore. Who knows?
0: (laughs) It's tough to see oneself. It's tough to answer that Mm. question. Um, uh, if I asked your friends, what your superpower is, what would your friends tell me? Um, calming energy. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, All right. One more. This one's really hard. Uh, If you woke up tomorrow morning and a miracle had occurred, you don't have to describe the miracle, but you wake up tomorrow morning and the miracle of your choosing has occurred. What does the world look like after that miracle?
1: Uh, people are more open, accommodating with each other, um, and able to, I guess, share experiences or resources or experiences together. So kind of more open and collaborative world.
0: Hmm. Yes, please. How do we make that happen? I know, I know. That's a great answer, June. Um, Yeah. Uh, Any other last parting thoughts or questions before I say what everybody knows I'm gonna say?
1: (laughs) Um, Nothing. too
0: many things come to mind. Not that nothing comes to mind. <laughs> See, it's not easy. Press record. It's like, oh, this This matters now, what we say. doesn't yeah. really matter. Nobody's listening. Nah, nah. Uh, nah. just go for it. <laughs> uh, that's also a good... <laughs> the polite version of the button. Awesome. Um, yeah. Terrific. Uh, all right. I'm just watching our time take away um, and I will just say, and of course the final question, three words to describe your practice.
1: All right, so the first one comes to mind, which is pretty cliche, but is playful. Um, it's important to be playful and exploring and not be so serious. Um, yeah. Next one is softness. Um, so I like, I guess it comes out of being injured or in the past, but trying to be softer with movements and softer, I guess, more gentle in general. So, um, yeah. And then the third is time decided, but collaborative or curious. So, usually, uh, with movements, I like, or like movement spheres, I like to inquire what other people are mm. exploring and then uh yeah gain ideas from them and maybe share experiences with them so like even though i a, a coach in the parkour board i like to ask students like what have you discovered and like try to learn from them so kind of curious and collaborative in that sense so um yeah playful softness and curious collaborative would be my answer
0: terrific those are three great ideas i always like when people smash things together i'm like oh, hyphens are free i'll just put the hyphenated thing on the end it's great um so as i said before thank you for taking the time it was really cool uh there were several people who said you need to talk to this guy i'm like okay okay i'll get right on i'll get right on <laughs> and uh it was fun it's always fun to um see people move like see some of the things they've done Um, but then they get a chance to spend some time talking. So it was really a pleasure to meet you and thank you for taking the time. I hope you have a terrific 2024.
1: Yeah, thanks. It's been great. Um, Hopefully the rest of the people that you chat with are explorative and curious. And Yeah, thanks for your time.